Welcome back. How are you? All right. Good, thank you. Very good. Okay, so just remind everyone as usual, we'll start with broadcast. Sky will get us started. Uh, there is no embargo on this, but we ask there's no social media posting during the broadcast part of the press conference until afterwards. And then we'll move on to the daily's briefing, written, that's embargo till 10.30 tonight. Since you spoke last week to the media, you've added Dennis, Freuler and also mm. Kiate. Can you just tell us how they've settled and a little word on each of them, what they, yeah. bring, what they bring to the camp? Well, it's been a good training week, obviously with no, uh, no midweek games. We've been able to, uh, to get a lot of training done and that's obviously what, uh, what any new player wants to do is firstly get out on the training pitch and obviously get involved in, in uh, match day. So, um, yeah, it's been great to get them out on the, uh, on the grass and... and that's where they start bonding with teammates. That's where they start bonding with with staff. So yeah, delighted in all three of them joining us. Um, all everyone has a different story and how they come here, where they come from, and those three are a good example of that. But um, the three players that we want um, a real good mixture of experience, excitement. See Dennis playing at the top end of the pitch and. Um, you know, can be a real game changer and, and a match winner, um, and, and showed that you know really good moments last year at uh, at Watford. Um, Freuler obviously comes in with a wealth of experience, a lot of games under his belt, both internationally and and in Italy, um, Champions League as well. So um, so we know you know knows his way around the football pitch at the, the top end, and um, and Chiotti, as, as we know in the Premier League has played a lot of games and. Um, you know, can play a number of positions and brings great experience and athleticism, obviously, with his ability. So, um, yeah, you know, a lot's been said, obviously, about the, the turnaround in squad and the amount of players that have come in, and I understand that, you know, and we're, we're not going to shy away from from explaining why we've had to do what we've had to do. And, um, yeah, three three good additions and, and three players we're looking forward to, to working with. You brought 15 players in. Can mm. we expect any more before the deadline? Yeah, yeah, I think there'll definitely be some more ins, ins and outs. Um, I don't know who and how many, which is obviously the next question. Um, so I'm answering that one now. But uh, but yeah, I think that you know there's still um, you know the best part of a couple of weeks to go, and um, still a lot can can happen. But um, it's a bit of a secondary focus, you know, on a day-to-day basis because you're obviously working with the players that are in the squad that are coming in every day, and we're enjoying our work and uh, building a team and a culture and um, continuing with our our idea of how we want to play and. Um, um, and you know our focus will always be day in day out with the boys that you know come come into work. The fifteen players, I'm sure you're delighted with all of them, but one of them that could be so important is a player that had a world class performance last week, Dean Henderson. Mm. Uh, just tell me a little bit about his performance last week. Not just his penalty save, but there were some world class saves in there. Just how important mm. can he be? Well, a goalkeeper obviously is is always going to have games where they can they can be the standout player or one of the standout players. And um, Dean's obviously showed that last uh, Sunday. Um, it was a, an important role that he that he ended up playing and a massive contribution into us getting the result that we that we got. And um, and yeah, like I say, sometimes you 
you need your keeper to be called upon more than maybe what you'd like. But when they do, if they can be able to play at the level he did last week, then that's obviously an asset to to the team. I don't want him to be saving penalties every week and having to make maybe as as many world class saves as you put. But um, but he's shown again that if he's needed, that he can perform at a, at a really really high level. So um, yeah, really pleased with Dean, not just the way he played last week but with his his daily contribution really to to being part of what we're we're trying to do you know he was a player that from the the first time I met him was very keen on coming and um, um, and has really gone amongst the collective of of what we're trying to do and what we who we want to be here and um, yeah he's he's at a good start but um, his and mine and everyone else's focus is um, is playing well again on the weekend and for him keeping a clean sheet Steve, having seen him at close quarters, are you as surprised, as delighted that United have given him to you for a season? That's not something I'm thinking about really. I think that um, once we, we we knew there was a chance of him coming, we obviously committed to trying to make that happen and, and we did that. And My focus with him really is on uh, is his day-to-day work now at Nottingham Forest and um, what impact he can have for the team. Um, of course, he's a lone player, and his parent club is Manchester United, and you know we respect that. We respect every lone player that, that we have, um, but um, but we treat them like they like he's our own, like we did last year with all the lone players. Once once you make that commitment to a lone player, you have to treat them like um, like they belong here, and uh, that's what we're doing with Dean. So um, yeah, if he does well for us which we hope when he does and he's had a good start, then there's a lot of people benefiting from it. But the most important ones is obviously himself and Nottingham Forest. Looking ahead to the game at Goodison, any early team, team news that you can let us in on? Anybody doubtful? And what sort of challenge do you expect from Everton? Well, I think, um, you know, any away game, in, any game in the Premier League is a tough one, but certainly away and, you know, uh, Goodison Park is a... Um, you know, iconic Premier League ground really that creates a good atmosphere. So, um, so we've got to go there knowing um, that that will be be the case. Um, but we go there with uh, with good confidence. We we try and only think about ourselves going into these games. Of course, you respect the opponents and you got to be very aware of the, the strengths that they have. But you've also got to have a mindset of how you can exploit areas that they may be not as strong in as well. And that will be the case going into into the weekend they obviously got a load of good players and um, uh, like I said any game in the Premier League is, is a tough one but we've really got to focus on ourselves you know we want to go to the game uh, with our ideas we want to commit to the game with with confidence and um, you know we try and win every game that we that we play in and you know t- if we could get back-to-back wins early in our Premier League campaign that that, that will always obviously be a good thing but it's going to be a really hard challenge on on the weekend. Like I said, they've got a lot of experienced and talented players, and um, they, it's in their in their stadium. And um, it's going to be a really tough game, but one we're really looking forward to. Your thoughts on Frank as a football person, a manager, and a yeah, leader? yeah. Well, I've only ever come across him a couple of times, and is all can only say positive things. Um, when I was at Swansea, we loaned a couple of players from from Chelsea, and we you know we had some dialogue in. In that happening, and then the, the obviously giving some feedback on how the players were were doing, and he was obviously very interested in in the young players at the time, Conor Gallagher, and Mark Gehi. So, um, so yeah, only got really uh, positive things to say about him. I know a couple of his coaching staff really well as well, and um, and and yeah, look forward to going up against him. You know, two final quick ones from me. Um, 
what were you doing in 1999? That was the last time that mm. Forrest visited Goodison and actually won one nil. Pierre van Hoydam, I just wondered what you were doing back in 1999, coaching? No, I was um, playing and uh, failing, <laughs> being a player at Wrexham. <laughs> so, God, 1999, yeah, I was uh, a young, uh, trying to be an aspiring footballer at, uh, at Wrexham, but it didn't last that long, unfortunately. And just finally, from me, we're all in this game, whatever role we are, because of the feeling that football gives to you. Mm. Just describe that feeling last weekend when mm. you stepped out the city ground, full house, mm. incredible, unique atmosphere, and also to get those three points mm. under your belt early, particularly with such a tough start. Yeah, I think that um, I think it was more about the feeling for the supporters than than anybody else, and and the um, we talked before the game about you know more than one generation of support that's in our our stadium um, and um, what they might have lived as being a supporter. So there would have been some supporters seeing Premier League football for the first time, um, some that um, uh, you know were, were here in, in the glory days and, and the, the ones in between. So um, it was the, any positive feelings that last week gave us, you know, our first home game back in the Premier League was first and foremost about the supporters and um, we were just pleased that we could give them that that day. It was obviously a positive day with getting the three points. And as you say, that was really important as well because you you want to get off the mark in, in any season, but particularly this one being in the Premier League. So there was loads of good things that came out of the game, including our performance, and um, you know a lot that we can be proud of. But at the same time, um, also we need to look at the bits that didn't go so well, and we need to improve on and, and take it into the. The, the sort of cycle of preparation for the next game, which is what we've done. And um, that's where our focus is now on Everton. But yeah, first home game back in the Premier League was always going to be a really important one. And uh, luckily it was a good day. Good you too, thanks. Pete. Hey, Pete, you all right? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Um, do you think it's in your players' minds, or do you put it in their minds, that they're almost playing to keep the likes of Dean Henderson at Forest because stay up, have a good season? most likely could be preferable to stay here than, than going back to Manchester. We're not thinking that far ahead and we certainly don't think about any individual um, careers or successes or failures. We, we, we are a team, we are a club that is together, players, staff, supporters and um, I often say there's no, you know, we don't have hierarchy here, we, we only have togetherness and, and like I said collectiveness and um, that's how we feel we can succeed or give us the best chance of succeeding. So, it's not something I think about, Pete, to be honest. All I think is about you know, how we can be the team that we want to be, game in, game out, and the, the preparation it takes to, to be that team. Um, if, if the team does well, then everybody benefits. And, you know, that, but that's, that's just a fallout of success, and um, that's what we're aiming to do. But a lot of hard work to be done before them things happen, and um, not looking too far ahead. <coughs> Like I said, game by game, day by day, and you know, if we stick to our plan, our way of working, really commit to it, believe in it as we do, then you know, we'll see where it takes us. The goal, the goal that wasn't last week, mm. uh, and the arrival of Dennis, have you seen a confidence amongst your forwards in front of the goal? Um, yeah, and for sure, we, um, you know, to achieve in this league, you know, you need to be able to score a goal or two. There's no doubt about that, and. We, we had great success last season with the amount of goals that we scored and the variety of goals we scored and the different goal scorers. Um, and, you know, that was a, a good reminder of, like I said, how important goal scorers, of course, is the most important thing in, in a game. But 
Um, it's how you do it is the stuff that you really need to, to work on and sometimes you just need players that are good at putting the ball in, in the net so so yes we are aware you know um, that we need to be able to continue to create and score you know a, um, a good number of or enough number of chances to, to give ourselves opportunity to win games so like you said with, with players like Dennis adding to the attacking players who already have it's hopefully a positive situation but no guarantees. You've got to earn the right. Got to earn the right to 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 work your way up the pitch with the ball. You have to earn the right to get the right numbers up there, and and then in the end, do the most difficult thing of creating and scoring a goal. But yeah, to do that, you need good options, and you know we're starting to have that now. Many question the amount of players mm. coming in and whether they can gel, settle. Mm. Watch the game last week and the first game. Harry Toffolo just seems to have taken. Mm. He's gone under the radar a little bit, you know, with many, but. Mm. He, how close to you with the ways adapted to the Premier Yeah, I'm going to meet with Harry today, actually. We just talked, as I like to do, with players and see how they're feeling. And uh, um, no no elephants in the room, just talk about good and bad things. And he's very uh, he's very professional, he's very serious about his career and has been on a great great journey to to the Premier League. But like us all, um, you know, we, we're now facing our, the most difficult challenge and that's being able to... Um, you know, just to compete, but try and succeed in the, in the Premier League. He's fully aware of that. So, um, so for sure, yeah, he's had a good start. Um, and as as the rest of the new guys, in terms of not just say performances, but becoming part of the team, understanding the club, um, knowing how we want to work, and um, and you know, he's made he's laid some good foundations. But that's all they are, you know. And um, for for a lot of us this week, including myself. You know, having done well last Sunday, we've got to draw. You know, we've drawn a line under that, and we start from zero again, and we try and earn the right to go and play well and win again against Everton. And you know, he's he's got a um, he's got a good case of that this 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 week if he's selected to play. And um, um, yeah, he's done he's done well. He's a good guy, Harry. Very professional, and uh, we hope he you know after laying some good foundations, he can he can continue to progress. You said to Chris that back in '99, you were eking out. Career at yeah, it's you know. a good way of putting it. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But, uh, Frank was Frank Lampard's between World Cups. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've said nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing that comparisons here, but here you are now going to meet this weekend. As yeah. Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> it's him, behind Yeah, go on. Um, so you meet as managers, but is the pressure more now on him? It's not my question to answer that, and uh, you know, you you have to, as a manager, I have loads of respect for um, anybody that is or has been a manager because it is a unique role that you only um, get to understand. I think when you do it, and um, so so like I said, I still feel like I'm in in the infancy. No, no, I'm at the start, if you like, of of being a manager. Certainly, you know, uh, first year in the in the Premier League. Um, and I think we're all facing um, pressures, uh, challenges, um, objectives, whatever you want to call it. And um, I think, you, you know, if you start thinking about someone else's, then, you, you know, you, you're taking the eye off the ball of, of your own. And that's not something that I do. I'm only interested in, in trying to, to, to tackle, you know, my own uh, challenges and objectives. So, um, 
yeah, loads of respect for, for every manager up and down the, the country at every level because of what it takes to, to, to be in that role. And, um, and we are all sharing you know, that experience of trying to do a, a, a good job. Um, pressures, etc. I'm not sure about anybody else's. You know, I just try and focus on, on myself and my team and see where, see where it takes us. Thanks, Pete. Mm-hmm. Top man. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, back can I just grab one. Um, talk about one of your challenges, actually. You mentioned trying to build the culture mm. on the training ground. How much, of, how much of a challenge is that with the number of players coming in and how little time you've really mm. got to do it? Well, we're enjoying it, that's for sure, and we're, not, we're certainly facing up to it because, um, because it's a reality. Um, not seeing it as a negative, not seeing it as a disadvantage because if you see it that, like that then you're, you're already on a downer with it so we're enjoying that we, you know, um, like I said last week I've worked in, in international football where you get two or three days to try and put a team together to play in a, um, a European qualifier or tournament um, with a group of players from different clubs you know, in d- different parts of the, the country so um, that's, that's an exciting challenge and, and for me it's a great experience. It's a new experience at club level to be able to do this, and I think that's what um, that's what it takes to become, you know, a proper manager is to be able to, you know, see what's in front of you and tackle it with a positive mindset and try and get the best scenario possible. So um, that's just where we're at. But uh, like I said, quite rightly, every week, you know, I get asked about the amount of new players coming in, and I completely understand that. It's the right question to to ask. Um, but it was, we had no alternative. It was inevitable. Um, we were getting prepared for it for a long while before, you know, say um, the playoff final. And um, we're still in that, that progress. All we can do is tr- keep trying to build layers day by day in the way that we work, you know, the, 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 the way we behave. And, um, you know, take the rough with the smooth. Don't get too high, don't get too low after good and bad moments. And in the end, see, see what level we get to. Nice and open one, but have you already seen the, the characters that are going to set the tone in that culture? Do you, have you already seen the players who are going to lead that? Yes, I think that you know, even in the two games that we've had, you know, obviously one home, one away, one win, one loss, you learn loads from both of them and you have to look at them with a real sort of open mind and a real learning mindset and that's what we've tried to do. You know, there, there was, you know, okay, difficult result at Newcastle, but we saw some positives in it really good result against West Ham and we saw some bits we want to get better at you know and that's that's how we sort of review a game and um, that's how we try and get the players to uh, to continue to build and grow and like I keep saying become the team that we want to be okay, thank finish you it, finish at the back there Hi, Steve. Uh, just a quick one for me um, you mentioned of course you're looking to get some more players in before the end of the transfer window are there any areas of the pitch that you're looking to specifically strengthen or any areas like that Yes, um, but it, um, I think if I say that, then it's just going to add to certain spec- speculation. Um, so, um, yeah, no, there's certainly some areas that we want to strengthen in, in all of the lines throughout the pitch. Um, but it's getting the, the right player and the right character that fits into, into our, our way of working. Um, but that's what we're committed to doing. We feel like we're down the line on maybe a few things. And hopefully, you know, we can finish the process off of getting them, getting them through the door. And also... You know, norm, naturally, there's going to be some players that will leave as well, um, which is not too much of a negative situation. You know, some guys need to leave to further their their careers, whether it's on loan and they come back, or you know, or, or move on a permanent basis. So, um, normal transfer 
uh, sort of processes really of um, ins and outs. Do you want one more there? Did you say sorry? Just to clarify, team news, Steve. Were there any injuries from last weekend? No. Yeah, Ryan Yates is back in training, and that's positive. Um, Steve Cook's back in full training. Um, Jack Callback um, is still suffering with his illness. Um, so I think that's where we're at, yeah. And, and the three new guys are they all in contention? Uh, Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> We have the cameras off now, please. Thank you. Thank you. Can you put the air condition off as well. Thank you. Can you sit up there? Yeah. 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 Ye